Hi everyone, welcome to Bible Made Easy podcast. I'm Brother George. Thanks for joining me today. Today, I happened to come across a very short but tear-jerking video of an interview with a girl about 12 years old who was suffering from cancer. Throughout the video, she sobbed and wept, putting her hands up to her face, wiping away her tears continually while barely being able to blurt out her words. It was in a language I didn't understand, but I didn't need to understand. I could feel her pain, and I was moved to tears for the poor girl. It brought back memories of the times in my life when I cried from deep within. My dad was a tortured soul who suffered from mental illness, and among other harsh restrictions he enforced on our family, he forbade us kids to play with the neighbourhood children. One day, when I was about four or five, I just couldn't help myself, and I went down the street in front of our home to play with some boys. When Dad arrived home from work and found me playing with him, he ordered me home, and when we got there, he ripped off a branch from the tree in our garden and whipped me with it. I was so struck by pain and fear that I wet my pants and cried uncontrollably. My little heart was completely crushed. What did I know about his mental illness? I was just a little boy and I wanted to play. When my mum was about eight months pregnant with my younger brother, for some reason dad got angry with her and punched her forcefully in the stomach, aiming for the baby. I was 17 years old at the time. Years of pent-up anger at how he mistreated and abused our mum welled up within me and I rose up in anger, confronted my dad and shoved him back and yelled at him. Then I went to my room, threw some clothes into a bag and left home. Thankfully my little brother was okay, but I cried tears of despair at our situation. I was just a boy wanting a loving home. But all throughout our childhood, Dad really hurt my mum and us kids. I'm not sharing this to put my dad in a bad light. He had his own demons, having suffered terribly during his own childhood and through World War II. He passed away years ago and he's in God's hands now. And I don't have any bitterness towards him. Instead, I'm grateful for him. I'm just sharing my personal experiences with tears. And then when my wife passed away at 34 years old, that was the worst. She was in a coma for a month, and eventually the doctors told me that she wouldn't make it. Telling our five children that their mum was going to pass away was really painful. We all cried together for a long time. So I was left with the kids while I was in and out of hospital dealing with kidney failure and not sure if I was going to live through that myself. I was so smashed by what seemed to be the senseless loss of my wife and my own life and death health struggles that many times I just sobbed so bad that I couldn't even speak. This would go on for hours. It took two years for things to settle down and for me to recover. I know that there are plenty of people who've been through much, much worse experiences than me. 
I understand that. But those were my experiences. And for me, those were hard times. But I can say that those tears were good for me. They made me what I am today and shaped my life and attitudes in a good way. Those dark experiences hurt and cut me deep. But they've made me more sensitive to other people and their pain and made me resolve to never purposely hurt anyone and to try to quickly apologize if I ever do. So tears can actually be good for us. The ancient Greek philosophers like Aristotle recognized this. They thought that tragedy and suffering had a purifying effect on the individual which purged out the bad and improved their character. And the word they used to describe the process of inner purification through tears and tragedy is translated into English as catharsis. And they brought this concept out in their famous Greek tragedy plays. The Bible has a lot to say about tears, and in it you'll find many accounts of people who cried tears of despair. People just like you and I, who went through deep, dark experiences that shook them down to the core of their being. 1 Samuel chapter 1 tells the story of a married but childless woman named Hannah, who went to the place of worship to pray desperately for the Lord to give her a son. The passage says that, She was deeply distressed and prayed to the Lord and wept bitterly. 2 Samuel chapter 19 tells of King David weeping bitterly at the death of his son Absalom. Verse 4 says, The king covered his face, and the king cried with a loud voice, O my son Absalom! O Absalom, my son, my son! In Lamentations 3.48, we read of the prophet Jeremiah weeping bitterly over the invasion and slaughter of his people, the Jews, by the Babylonians. It says, My eyes flow with rivers of tears because of the destruction of my people. In 2 Kings 20, we read of King Hezekiah being told by the prophet that he will die of his illness. Verse 3 says, And Hezekiah wept bitterly. In the fourth chapter of the book of Ruth, Mordecai, the righteous Jew, weeps bitterly when he learns that the Persian rulers plan to commit genocide against his people. Verse 1 says, Mordecai tore his clothes and went out into the midst of the city and he cried out with a loud and bitter cry. In Matthew 26.75, we read how the Apostle Simon Peter wept when he realized the gravity of his having denied Jesus three times. It says, And he went out and wept bitterly. Each one of these people is today considered a biblical hero. And yet, we read accounts of each one suffering periods of great sorrow. The one thing they had in common was their great faith in God. They didn't let their tears make them bitter. Instead, they let their tears purify them and they got better. They let their tears draw them closer to God and this resulted in them being of greater use to Him and others.
Even Jesus himself cried when his dear friend Lazarus died. John 11.35 simply says, Jesus wept. So even Jesus wasn't immune to shedding tears. And so he understands. In fact, it's when we're in the depths of our despair when we can feel him closest to us. Psalm 34.18 tells us, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. And thankfully, crying usually doesn't last long. There are only so many tears you can cry. Psalm 35 says, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Once you've cried it out, you can feel the joy of catharsis. The joy of the cleansing of your emotions, your heart and your spirit. For now, in this world, that's the way it sometimes has to be. But one day, God will see to it that we no longer have tears. Revelation 21.4, speaking of heaven, tells us, And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. The tears we shed in this life will be a distant memory then. Thank God. And that's all for today. Please support this podcast by hitting the like button. And if you want to be notified of new episodes, please be sure to subscribe. May the Lord bless and keep each one of you. Bye.